Hello and welcome to the Weekly Muse for the 18th to the 24th of March 2021, where I bring you the latest news, new releases and events from around the world of music over the past week. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. This week, there were just a few stars of the music industry celebrating their birthdays. Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains turned 55, Adam Levine of Maroon 5 turned 42, and theatrical composer Andrew Lloyd Webber, known for his work on the soundtrack for Phantom of the Opera, and Cats turned 73. This week in history, there are a number of major events and interesting happenings from around the world of music. In 1957, Elvis Presley released the single All Shook Up. In 1965, all members of the Rolling Stones are fined £5 each for public urination. In 1977, The Clash released their debut single titled White Riot. In 1982, Quiet Riot guitarist Randy Rhodes passes away after being involved in a fatal car accident aged just 25. The very next day, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts go to number one for a total of seven weeks with I Love Rock and Roll. In 1991, Michael Jackson signs a new record deal with Sony for $65 million for a total of six albums. In 1992, Donna Summer is rewarded for her contribution to the music and entertainment industry with her very own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In 2002, the Ramones are deservingly inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In 2017, music legend and pioneer of rock and roll Chuck Berry passed away age 90. And finally, in 2020, country music icon Kenny Rogers sadly passed away at the age of 81. This week we saw a number of new single releases with White Dress by Lana Del Rey, Justin Bieber with Hold On and Peaches, Amy Shark with Baby Steps, TikTok and social media sensation Addison Rae has capitalised on her success with her debut single Obsessed and Nick Jonas teams with his brothers for the track Selfless for his latest album. Notable and new albums released this week include Justin Bieber with his new one titled Justice. Despite what some might think about Justin Bieber, there are a number of solid tracks on this album including Anyone, Holy and Hold On as he sings a lot about the love he has for his wife. Also releasing a new album this week was Lana Del Rey with Chemtrails Over the Country Club, Middle Kids with Today We're the Greatest, Ziggy Alberts with Searching for Freedom, Australian country music artist Troy Cassadaly with The World Today, Sting has a new album out titled Duets, while Ringo Starr of The Beatles returns with a new EP titled Zoom In. This week the charts are pretty similar to last week's, with the only changes being in the US and Canada, where Drake is in the top spot with What's Next. The same applies on the album charts this week, with Kings of Leon with When You See Yourself in the top spot. In the UK, Tom Grennan is first with Evering Road, while finally in Australia, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa returns to number one. This week in the news, Grammy Award winner Billie Eilish has tried out a new look, opting to go blonde and ditching her black and bright green hair. She posted a picture of herself to Instagram, sporting the new look and writing, Pinch me, with the post going viral. Some trolls were previously critical of her changing her hair to the black and green colour, but Billie responded by saying, This is the longest that I've had the same hair colour since I was 13. And that's on mental stability and growth. Leave me alone. It's called not being depressed anymore. Please just be happy for me. She told Vanity Fair just last year, I did some radio show performance and the entire show I felt like I was pretending to be Billie Eilish. 
I completely wasn't looking at myself as myself. I was just totally seeing it from not my own perspective, and it was so weird. It happened multiple times, at award shows and whatever. It's just you forget I'm literally 18. It's funny that I'm expected to have found myself and stick with it. It's still hard to believe that this 19-year-old has already won seven Grammys. She definitely has a bright future. In other news, 33-year-old rising American country music artist Taylor D has been killed in a tragic traffic accident. A police report stated that she had not been wearing a seatbelt as she attempted to turn onto the highway. She missed the turn and collided with the barrier and was ejected from the vehicle. As Australians begin heading back to live gigs, many performers and event organisers in the music industry have questioned the state government's stance on capping attendance numbers compared to the likes of the NRL and AFL that are seeing much larger crowds cram in next to one another as fears continue to grow that the industry will struggle to sustain itself if things don't improve. Australian musician Tones and I has been awarded this week with the very first diamond ring from Rolling Stone magazine Australia after featuring on the front cover. She even announced that her debut album is finally finished as she stated on her Instagram, I don't know what's more exciting, being the first artist in the world to receive a cover ring or finishing my first album. This week Australia said goodbye to Michael Gudinski as his state funeral was held on the 24th of March at Rod Laver Arena and was attended by over 7,000 family, friends, musicians and music industry associates. Performing tributes on the night included Jimmy Barnes, Paul Kelly, Kylie Minogue, Sting and Ed Sheeran who had all been closely associated with him as he helped them reach incredible heights in the country. One of the highlights of the night was seeing an emotional Ed Sheeran perform a touching tribute song that he wrote for Michael during hotel quarantine in Australia called Visiting Hours, where he sings the beautiful but sad line, So much has changed since you went away. Ed was visibly emotional, but pulled through and would have done Michael very proud. Ed shared a number of fond memories of Michael and also stated before performing, quote, In lockdown, I was able to have a guitar for quarantine. I always find the best way to process stuff is to write songs, be it good news, bad news, or whatever. Michael helped Ed Sheeran break records in Australia and New Zealand through Frontier Touring and ticket sales selling over 1 million tickets in one tour alone. The two shared a special bond and Ed had great respect for the man. Being here for the funeral meant Ed had to go into a 14-day hotel quarantine in Australia in the Hawkesbury before being allowed to play at his funeral in Melbourne, where he travelled out on his private jet with his wife and his baby daughter. Ed called Michael a tornado of joy and also spoke about how lucky he felt to make it into Australia by saying, I'm extremely, extremely grateful to be here. It's a difficult thing to get into this country and I don't take it for granted at all. All the hard work it's taken to get me here I just appreciate the opportunity to be able to say goodbye. Jimmy Barnes of Cold Chisel said, I wouldn't be where I was today if it hadn't been for Michael. A number of video tribute messages also came in from Rod Stewart, Sting, Taylor Swift, Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, Brian Adams, Elton John, Sam Smith, Ian Moss, Josh Holm of Queens of the Stone Age, Joe Walsh of the Eagles, Sean Mendes and Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters all of which Michael had helped at some point in their careers, especially with touring in Australia. To top it all off, the Australian ARI Award for Breakthrough Artist was renamed the Michael Gudinski Breakthrough Artist Award in honour of the legendary Australian music icon. In our final story this week, 
Justin Bieber has ran into a bit of trouble on the eve of the release of his new album Justice. Bieber was accused of using the logo of dance duo Justice for his album cover artwork without gaining their permission. In Bieber's defence, he claimed he had asked for permission but received no reply, which Justice management claimed that he had gotten in contact but nothing was finalised. This angered the dance duo Justice when seeing it advertised with their logo that includes similar font and resembles a cross being used for the T in Justice. They have since stated that they will be seeking legal advice and even attempted to put a cease and desist order on the release of his new album due to the disagreement. Despite all of this, the album was released and has been quite successful, but we might be hearing more about this in the near future. This week in our new segment called Have Your Say, we ask the question, do you think The Weeknd was hard done by to miss out on a Grammy nomination? Amanda said, yes, he has some great songs and deserved to be nominated for Single of the Year with Blinding Lights. His work is far better than most of the other nominees. While Kathleen said, I'm happy with who won, but yes, he should have been at least nominated. In our poll, 100% of voters agreed that he was hard done by. If you would like to take part in next week's Have Your Say segment, then stay tuned for next week's question that'll be posted on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Facebook. All you have to do is comment on the post, have your say, and your opinion might be featured in next week's The Weekly Muse episode. Or you can just vote on our poll. Coming up next week on the podcast, we jump back into Kurt Cobain's story with part two. In this episode, we start from where we left off in part one with the Bleach album and Nirvana's search for a replacement drummer for Chad Channing. Together we'll take a look at the album Nevermind and the incredible stories behind songs such as Smells Like Teen Spirit, Come As You Are, Polly, Something In The Way and more. All of this, as well as Kurt's struggles with heroin addiction, his relationship with the controversial Courtney Love, the birth of his daughter Frances, Nirvana's tense feud with Guns N' Roses, and the lead-up to Nirvana's third album, In Utero, which will be explored further in Part 3, along with the famous MTV Unplugged performance and the downfall of a legend leading to his death. Well, that wraps up this instalment of The Weekly Muse. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of what's happening in the world of music today, and I look forward to joining you again next week. Don't forget if you are really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, as this helps the podcast be seen and pushes us up the rankings so others can enjoy the podcast too. Share the podcast with your friends, family, and fellow music lovers to let them know what they have been missing out on, If you haven't yet clicked the free follow or subscribe button, then make sure you do so you don't miss out when new episodes are released and you'll receive a notification when they're available. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok and our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com. You can even head to our Patreon page and support the podcast for as little as $1 a month with no locking contract, just a little something to show your appreciation and to keep the podcast going. Thanks again everyone for tuning in. I'm your host Adam Hampton. And this is Lyrics of Their Life.